Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I don't want like strange ghosts walking around like I masturbate all the time. Like I don't want like suddenly you're like, oh, there's actually three people in your home like right now. I'll be like, ready fuck. To come and they give you a message. I'm like, like always <laughs> masturbating and they're just standing over me watching me. That's so awkward. Like go home. Welcome to a brand new episode of Too Tired to Be Crazy on every Thursday with me, your host, Byla Benson. Today, I have a very special guest. It's a psychic medium, Chris Medina. Hey. Hey. Okay. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on. Chris is known as the Howard Stern of psychics, and he represents a new brand of spiritual influencers. He also has his own podcast called In Your Head with Chris Medina. Although he hasn't recorded in a minute, but you guys should still check it out. Yes, please. So, Chris, why do you say that you're the Howard Stern of psychics? I'm glad you asked that because I'm ready to tell you. Okay. Um, No bullshit. I feel like we've done, I feel like we've seen this show before as far as like, you know, coming in here saying you're a psychic medium, you know, um, whether it's chasing ghosts in cemeteries, cemeteries and screaming at them or this, here we go, with the love and light type of stuff. You know, with all the crystals and the manifestation and the vision boards, I know that you're a big part of manifesting. Yeah, so you just shit on my no, uh, no, no, my, no. my podcast, my views. That's no, sick. No. I literally just did a, an episode <laughs> about manifesting, and you're like, those people are idiots. No. Anyway, as long as it's done the right way. Yeah, and I'm not saying my way is the right way, but we have these ones that come in here and uh, you know put everything they have into manifesting stuff, but not willing to put the work into it. I'm big on manifesting, but also meeting energy halfway and bring it into fruition. Yeah, that actually, that's what's so funny. I just posted something about manifesting, how I manifested this house. And I thought it would be obvious that, yeah, I did the manifesting, but obviously I worked hard because it's not like if every day you're like, oh, I really want to be, to do this and this, like that's just going to come true. I thought it would be obvious that, yeah, obviously then I also put in the work, but there's people who didn't understand the in-between obvious thing. And they'd be like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Like you're not giving me the step-by-step. You're telling me you just like wanted something and then you bought a house. Like that's so stupid. And it's like, they're like, the, like people also you have see? to work hard for things. And I was like, no, I didn't know I had to explain to you that it's manifesting and working oh, hard for honey, something. Of course you have to explain it to them. I mean, you're dealing with people that think that if they create a vision board and put all these, these postings from like Cosmo and shit on there, that it's going to come into fruition just based on that. Right. And no. not want to put the time or effort into it. And with the, you know, with the crystals and the love and light stuff, I mean, it's only going to, it only has power if you give it power. Exactly. Well, anything only has power if you give it power. Just like if people affect you in a poor way, they have power over you because you're giving them power. So it's the same thing. I believe that being the love and light and the positivity stuff, A, as long as you don't bring other people down, if they don't view the same way, then you're really not that spiritual or then you're full of shit. Because I I feel like there's some people out there who um, will manipulate other people 
if they are not as quote unquote spiritual as them, like this guy did that to one of my friends recently. He was like all about like being more open and spiritual. And then he's like, yeah, I'm part of this like sex club I host in my house. And then she was just like, oh, okay. They were on the first date, by the way. Oh, and he's just like, yeah. I, and then she was like, uh, okay. And he's like, what's inside of you right now that's making you this uncomfortable when I discuss this? Like in a way he was making her feel bad that she wasn't quote unquote as open as him. So he was like shaming her for getting uncomfortable because on the first day he's telling her it's part of a, a sex club they host at his house and he wants her to come join. Like, like obviously. He couldn't wait for like the 10th date to bring that on her. He had to wait for the second date. Yeah, but he kept sh- making her feel like shamed. So like that type of spiritual stuff, that's bullshit. But when I talk about like love and light and all that stuff, it's, it's a, it, yeah, it may not be real, but you're making yourself believe that you're happy and you're making yourself be- give yourself hope and things like that. And I think, and I think sometimes we don't know if God is real or not, but some people out there that walk around and believe in God, it maybe it makes them be a little bit of a better person every single day. Like, I think it's nice to believe in something. There's For nothing sure. wrong with that. But first and foremost, you should believe in yourself. Yeah. And that's what I'm all about is putting the power back in the person's hand. I'm not a genie. I can't snap my finger and bring your reading into fruition that way. And, you know, again, how is that going to work? If you're sitting there, you're manifesting or you're trying to be this love and light head, but don't have the strength or the confidence or the determination to bring that energy in. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, it's kind of like manifesting that you're going to find a perfect partner, but then you never leave your house. So you're still with your ex-boyfriend. That's toxic. Exactly. So yeah. I'm all about, uh, you know, being direct, telling you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And I don't ever claim to be the end-all be-all, but I'm very comfortable in what I do. And what sets me apart is that I'm all about the present. Yeah. I, you, you, I don't know if you've ever had a reading before where mm-hmm. people will bring in, they'll, they'll talk about your past life. How can you validate that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're telling you you have, like, lifetimes of of this karmic energy that you need to clear up, well, when are we getting to this lifetime? I feel like the reason is I, I like having you on my show. Well, a, I think there's a lot of different types of psychics and mediums out in this world. So maybe you can give us, like, the differences. But I feel like the problem is that, that there's a lot of people out there who claim to be intuitive or psychics and things like that. But th- then they end up taking advantage of people that are currently in a bad place. Because a lot of the time when you go to these psychics, like all over the corners, all it's over Ventura Boulevard, yeah. when your heart was just broken or you feel like you can get back up from a really bad experience in your life. So you go to these psychics and they can tell that you're hurting. And I feel like they can take advantage of you. And I'm only saying that because forever ago, like a couple of years ago, I went to a psychic like randomly and I could feel, I could tell I was projecting like a lot of sadness and I feel like it was a moment of weakness where I allowed this, well, I sound really Russian right now. Like I can't believe I opened up to someone, but, but like I could feel like in that moment I was vulnerable and I was open and I feel like this person tried to take advantage of me because then like I paid her and then she's like, so you're going to come next week, right? Like you have to come every week. And for a second I was like, yeah, let me take your car. But like literally as I walked out, my brain started to process everything. And I was just like, a, she told me, I probably gave her more information and accent. That's what she was like feeding off of. She told me very general things that are obvious. And she was feeding off of my vulnerability. Like, I can't believe I even allowed her to get in. Of course. And she fucking used me. And I like, I like you, you try to make money off of me when I was in my weakest point. I mean, that, I guess that's something I should work on with my anger. But then, <laughs> like, but then also, look, at they fuck themselves in the process. Who's going to go back to that? People who are not self-aware as me. Exactly. And then their time will run out. That's why I tell people when they come for a reading with me, like if I was to give you a reading, I would tell you, don't tell me anything up front. Let me spend the first five to six minutes going in on you and giving you what I'm getting directly. And then I'll open it up to questions. Yeah. But when you go to a psychic, don't go... 
have them do their job. Tell me what I need to hear or what I should hear. Yeah. But I feel like they can also be like, there's someone in your life that is you're currently thinking about. It's a, a brother, boy, a boyfriend, because they like look at your face expressions. Uh-huh. There's a boyfriend uh-huh. and X uh-huh. and X. Uh-huh. He's affecting you. Um, And right now, yeah. like, but like, I feel like, they, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like they know. And it's very general, too. Yeah. Someone has hurt you in yep. your past. Someone has hurt you. I can feel that. And even though you can't tell, you can tell. Mm-hmm. It's starting to affect you a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been really stressed out lately. Mm-hmm. Well, no shit. There's a fucking pandemic. Yeah. You've been really stressed out lately. And, um, but don't worry. I sense there's love coming back into your life. I can feel it. It's coming oh, thank to you. God. Thank God. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like I just uh-huh. did it. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. And then they got to burn that nine foot candle that you can never see behind closed doors. Yeah. I'm going to burn that candle for you, but you can't see it because that's how holy it is. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah so. But I have had a reading before, uh, but I, I like the, there's, there's different types of readings. There's a reading of, or another time someone was like, like, I can sense your grandma's here or something like that. And I'm like, oh, no way. My grandma speaks English because she's never known how to speak English before. But now you can speak to her. I'm like, do you speak Russian? They're like, no. And I was like, so how the fuck are you talking to my grandma? I'm going to back that one up, though, because I, I'm going to, co- that's happened to me before. Okay. Or, so there are different types of psychics. So I'm a psychic medium. I use the psychic stuff first. The medium stuff is the ghost stuff. But there was a woman that came to me that was Vietnamese, that was his grandmother, that didn't speak a word of fucking English, and she didn't have to. I was able to look at what she was saying. Inside, like she she would give me images and show me like like how he grew up and things that were going on in the house. And then he wanted to know certain things, and her vocabulary was more kind of like um obviously broken English, but I, but I was telling him that she basically said it's none of your business or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then when people do that, why would you want to wake the dead or like, you know, why would you want to bring them back? And I feel why, like that's a little selfish. And why would your grandmother come and see me? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. So sometimes, so, so the way that I work is that, uh, first of all, I've been schooled. I know it sounds crazy, but I've been schooled by ghosts before. They mm-hmm. have told me, why the, f- literally, why the fuck would I come and talk to you? I don't even know you. I've had a racist ghost. I mean, if you die, I mean, if you die or miserable piece of shit, chances are on the other sh- side, you're going to be that way. And there was a guy that came through that was cussing at me, calling me a faggot calling me a wetback, saying all these like horrible things and he would never come and talk to me if his daughter didn't bring him here to, t- to, to talk to me about stuff. And then I've had ghosts tell me, what you're forgetting, Chris, is that when Chris Medina dies, that's it. Why would I want to come back? You forget about your trauma. You forget about your debt. You forget about all your pain. Why would I want to come back to that? Right. And I'm like, no shit. So when I do these readings, the person doesn't literally come to me like and be like, oh, I'm the grandmother or whatever. To save all that shit, just give me a picture of that person and I'll read that person. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also, I believe in, what is it called? Incarnation? Reincarnation. Reincarnation. Yeah. So, uh, and I just believe that like the people that you love in your life um, are your soulmates. And there was just a way uh, to soften the blow in the past when, um, uh, my friend's mother passed away from cancer and I told him, you know, that's your soulmate. So it's not a goodbye. You're going to you're gonna see, see them, them in the next lifetime. So that's another thing. It's hard for me to sometimes, I guess, believe when it comes with the mediums that like, I believe that they moved on to the next life already. So how's it possible that they can. You want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Um, I used to believe that too. And then my guides introduced me to reincarnation about four years ago, I was doing an event at Comic-Con. I was the first psychic to do it. And there was this kid that came at the end of the show 
and he wanted a reading, but he was kind of skeptical. He's like, what is this? And I was like, I'm a psychic. I was like, just give me $5 for five minutes and I'll read you. And my guides were like, you have to touch him. And he was like 18, 19 years old at the time. I was like, that's so awkward. He's like a guy, you know? Yeah. And they were like, no, you're going to get something. You need to touch him. So when he sat down behind my table, I casually touched him with my, with my leg and got all this information about his past life. And I know it sounds crazy, but I, I had a I had a vision that he was a drug addict. I had a vision that he had a bad romance with somebody, um, that he was involved in all kinds of different, um, you know, illegal things. He was a kind of big, he was on the bigger side as far as like working out. And I told him, I said, and then I saw above his head, the sign redemption. And I was like, you are back here to redeem what you didn't, what you didn't complete in the past, in the past. I said, so you got to be very careful about getting mixed up with drugs and the wrong people. And I said, you brought back some of your ability from the past life into this lifetime. And I was like, there's something wrong with your ear. And he was like, oh, you didn't see my ear. And I was like, no. And he like moved his hair and he was, he was born without an ear. So he had a prosthetic ear. And I said, you're also musically inclined. I said, you're the kind of person that can like hear a note and know immediately know how to play it and never play the instrument before. And he was like, yeah. Fast forward, to make a long story short, I ended up mentoring this kid. He ended up moving in with me and Jay. He rented a room from us, and uh, I was helping him out throughout the whole way or whatever. And he kept t- talking about, you know, I want to leave. I don't want to do this anymore or whatever. I, you know, he, he just wanted to break free. And I would always like try to stop him. And my guides were like, no, he's going to call you on his lunch break. You need to let him go. This time, it's it's he has to go. And so he ended up leaving, moving out. And I right when he backed out, I was like, that's it. Like, I'm never going to see him again. Yeah. And then uh, he ended up missing and they found his body a year later. Why did you have to let him go then? Because I, it was time. There was so much shit in between that that was going on. So when my guides were like, because I would try to stop him because he had like, um, I didn't see it as mental issues before, but he had these, he would ha- like kind of go in and out, st- like, like, um, almost schizo, but like depressed at the same time too, had a hard time like being social with people and he would lose his shit every now and then. And yeah. I would try to like snap him back out of it and like, you know, get him back on course. He got a job. I mean, for being tw- for being 20 years old or 19 years old, he got a job like making almost $22 an hour, like right off the bat. So he was yeah. doing really good. And then one night I woke up and I couldn't see shit. Wait, uh, so you're saying, you're basically saying that you can't save people from when their death is up? No. Mm-mm. Got it. Because I think anyone listening, they'd be like, so you just allow someone to just you can't. die. But like you're saying, you can't. You can't it. stop. That's what they told me. They were like, if you try to stop at this time, it's going to be worse for you. And they flash back. They showed me a vision of something that happened to me when I didn't listen before. And I was like, fuck, I can't do anything about it. But it's not mm-hmm. like he just died two days later. He ended up he ended up going to like a rehab facility. This mother thought he was on drugs. I said, it's not drugs. It's something wait, mental. Wait, wait, you can't tell. You can't like with every person tell when they're going to die. Right? No, not everybody. Because I was like, do you know when I'm going to die? Even if I did, I wouldn't tell you. Well, I want to know. No. I need to know everything. No, you don't need to know this. And, when, I, and I don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's like, okay, am I dying like <laughs> next week? I feel like I want to know. I would say as if even if people don't believe in manifesting and all that stuff, I would say there are some people who are a little, who are in this world who are a little luckier than others who walk around, there is some sprinkle of luck, whether whether there's like angels around them all the time or something like that. Because I feel like I've had moments where I could have died. And I feel like there was like either my grandma's watching over me or there's angels watching over me. And I, 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 do, I do believe I have a little bit, a little sprinkle of luck on my side. I would say luck. And I would also say your own intuition your own your your own shit kind of jumping in and intervening. No, when I was younger, like I had no intuition about any. I would just do a lot of stupid shit. Well, like here's an example. 
about not being stupid shit, but something like being intuitive. Like I, um, I, years ago, forever ago, I um, something happened with my car that I needed to get fixed. And it was either me to spend a hundred dollars to fix it. Uh, Cause it, I had a Volkswagen, a Passat, and the people at the Volkswagen place were so nice, like in the employee area, um, the service area, that they would give me everything at cost. So like, I didn't even have to, to pay whatever, like higher price. But I was like so much younger and I was making my own money and it wasn't that much. I think I was like a bookkeeper or maybe like an intern at a law firm because one of my degrees is business law. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it wasn't that much money, but it was either $100 to pay for them to fix in my car. Let's say $100 or I could say $50 and get this Armenian guy to fix my car for cheaper. And it's not like at a real place. It's like in his backyard. And I was just like, fuck it. I'll just pay $50. I'll say $50. Like it's really smart of me. Yeah. Um, it was for my transmission. So since I don't understand cars, I didn't also understand like how serious transmission is and how you probably should not try to cut corners with transmission. Uh-huh. So uh, anyway, he fixed my car. Everything f- seemed fine. And I, every day I was drive. Yeah, I remember it was, it was, uh, I was interning in the DA's office. So every day I would drive on the freeway to get there. So every day, the same road I took, I've never taken the hills before. And that day, for some reason, I'm driving in the, on the freeway and something in my brain was like, get off the freeway, get off the freeway. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep driving the freeway. But it was like this weird intuition that was telling me to get off the freeway and just take the canyon this time. But I've never taken the canyon. And I was like, and it doesn't make sense to take the canyon to downtown. But I was just like, screw this. And I got off at uh, either Coldwater Canyon or Laurel Canyon. And I got off the canyon for the first time ever. I've never been on this canyon before. And as I drove down Ventura and I started to go up the hill, my car started, like there was something wrong with my car and suddenly started to go backwards when I would press the gas. And I was like, what the hell? And I had to stop my car on the middle of the, of the hill on the canyon. And I would press the gas again and suddenly go a little backwards. So I had to pull in to somebody's driveway really quick, but I, there was bare, I could only pull like half of my car in. So the ass of my car was still a little bit outside. So people kind of had to drive around me on the canyon. Yes, it was scary, but in those five minutes, how to stay on the freeway, I would have gone backwards on the freeway and I would have died. And it was like the first time in my life that I, I, like, it just didn't make sense either. Cause I've, I've always taken the freeway, but something in my brain that day was like, get off the freeway. And I did. So that's why I feel like there is a, a sprinkle of luck over me. Maybe there isn't, but maybe because I believe that there is, I walk around somehow saving myself. I don't know. Yeah. Some are, that's some true. are more uh, guided than others. Or like you said, I'll, we'll, we'll use your, your term a little bit more luckier than others. But I feel like with you again, that, that, um, I don't want to go so far as to say that you're a psychic, but your own intuition and you you paying attention to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. Or another time I was um, much younger in school and I was about to cross the road um, walking back home. And I, as I put my foot on the, on the road to cross, um, suddenly I heard my grandma yell my name and my grandma passed away. And I heard Violeta, Violeta. And I put my foot back up to turn around to see where she is. And as I put my foot back up, a car, because the red, it was green for me, a car decided to miss the red light and just drove so fast in front of me that like all this air like pushed me back from the impact. And it was obviously there was no one behind me, like no one was there. And it was my grandma, like she saved me, but like that car would have hit me had I actually stepped on the road because they missed the, the red light. Do you, do you know how, people, how many people get those types of hits, but don't honor it? They don't honor it? Yeah, they don't honor it. They don't, they don't, they're just kind of like, whatever. they just, they're very dismissive of it. 
No, I, obviously I know it meant something. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that's so cute. She was watching over me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't know. I stay positive. Plus also like I'm, I'm the reason my family won the green card lottery because we went to New York for my uh, bar mitzvah. From, that's like my one wish was to go to New York. And in New York is when someone was like, told my dad, just apply for the green card lottery. And he was like, it's so silly. And they were like, just apply. And my father applied. He was never planning on it. We were never planning on coming to the U.S. He applied. We applied to the green card lottery. And then a year later, someone called who picked up the phone, me. And it was people speaking in English. And we won the green card lottery. Fucking A. <laughs> So, what did your dad say? Um, they were excited. We obviously, I'm, I'm in America. Or whenever I get scratchers, you know, those like lottery things. Uh-huh. I don't, obviously I've never won the lottery, but I've never also lost. I always win my money back. And then you could be so difficult with your own self sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I make my life so much the, Yeah, exactly. You have all these great stories. Then you talk about shit like that, you know? <laughs> okay, enough about me for now. All well, right. <laughs> he is going to give me a reading later though. So I'm really excited for that. But I do want to get deeper into more questions. So, okay. What are the different types of psychics? This is based on my own experience. So there's the psychics that can um, do what I do, past, present, future, uh, be able to, you know, pick up certain things about you that nobody else would be able to know. One can call that a good judge of character, if you will. I think it, I think to be able to tell people shit that they never told somebody before is extremely psychic. You have the intuitive ones that get the feels, the empathic ones that, that kind of bothers me a little bit because when I hear empathic, I think of people that take on the energy and don't know what to do with it. They're like, you know, oh my God, I'm so empathic. Like I feel everything. Well, what are we doing about it? You have those types of people. And then you have- we're going to talk about that later. And then yeah. we have the mediums that are able to talk to ghost people that are passed on to the, to the other side. And I have that ability as well. I don't, my dad is a better medium than I am. He's actually able to see them and communicate with them. I feel them, hear them every now and then see them, but uh, not as strong as he does. So is it hereditary? Like is somebody in your family had to have something like that? My dad's Apache Indian on his side and all a good majority of his family has it, whether they choose to use it for the right way is totally different. Um, I know that when I was growing up, uh, I talk about this all the time. I was very bullied. I grew up in Simi Valley. I don't know if you know where that's at. My parents live there. Yeah, fuck. They well, probably bullied you. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, well, they just moved there. So they're going to be. <laughs> I moved there in 1983, 84. Mm-hmm. And it was extremely uh, nothing out there. So I got called every name in the book. There was hardly, I was like one of like three Mexican kids. I'm half Mexican and half Native American. I got called everything. I got bullied a lot too. So I would use my ability to manipulate people. I knew what they wanted to hear. I would manipulate teachers and do all that shit too, just to get out of getting my ass kicked. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So then what if there's someone out there that's doing the same thing because they're insecure inside and then people are calling them a narcissist because they're quote-unquote manipulating or a gaslighter, but really they're psychic? Well, I can't speak for them. I can only speak for myself. I didn't use it. I use, I use it in a way to kind of like, again, to keep that shit at bay. You know what I'm saying? And then you got, you know, then it becomes more fun when you get to your teenage years and you're, you're using it to manipulate as far as like dating. Yeah. That's, yeah. But I wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I understand. I'm a Scorpio, so that's what we do. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm. 
Mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Uh, um, okay, yeah, there are different types of psychics. So can you be a psychic without knowing you're one? Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, how could you not know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like people, like when people ask me, you know, what's the first way to get in touch with your intuition or, you know, how to open up your mind? You got to be willing to pay attention. How often do, um, you know, you get hits or you, or, or you're like, man, I knew I should have done that or whatever. And, or, you know, you have to be willing to listen to it. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess, well, I guess there's the, like you, cause you're talking about being an empath and intuition, things like that. So a lot of those words they feel more normal versus when you say psychic, you just assume you see deaf people. But I guess people just have to change the meaning. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. I want to change the meaning of how we're looked at here because we've already seen it before. We've seen the people that, you know, these ghost chasers, ghost hunters in cemeteries, we see the psychics that come on that are all about, you know, the tarot or, and again, nothing against tarot. I I, I respect it. Like I respect the Ouija board and like all that other stuff. Oh, I do not fuck with the Ouija board. I don't fuck like with why would you want to, why would you want to summons ghosts who don't want to get summons? Like it's like, even for fun, that's not fun. Even when I go to Halloween horror places I, and like you walk around, there's like then a, a Ouija board. Like I won't even get, I won't even touch it not even as a joke oh, I don't like, mess it's not with those funny either. I mess with that as a kid but there's people that actually are drawn to that because they have the ability to conjure up things from the other side but what but if you're not if you're not familiar with those things like what if you open something up and now you can't close it well like, those people are the ones that go crazy right yeah is it true that if you and then what's the difference between psychics versus people who consider this themselves witches or all that stuff uh, I'm just going to be honest here. Nothing against witchcraft. I, I firmly believe in that. I came up. Um, I mentioned I'm, you know, a few years older than a few years older than you are. I came up doing um, Santeria. Do you know what that is? Santeria is a form of like uh, Caribbean black magic or Caribbean magic. It's like uh, they use saints, like the saint, like it's almost like Catholic based magic. So I grew up um, messing with that and learning how to uh, do love spells and learning how to uh, conjure up. Um, protection for people and once you start messing with that you open a whole nother door to shit and that's exactly what i did that's why i don't mess with it and my guides were like this is this is not who you are you don't need to get involved in this stay away from all this stuff but i read the white magic is okay because white magic is like just being intuition and just believing things let's say but like how many people are going to use it for what it's for and then and then have the nerve to be like well I, you know how come this is bad is happening to me what you put out you get back in return it's a law of karma i do know that if you try to do magic where you're trying to hurt someone it comes back in three to you, like in a bad way. But white magic is kind of like if you want a better life, like a more organized life, it says like clean your house. So like you unclutter your home, you're going to unclutter your life. That's like almost like logical things. Yeah. But I, that's like quote unquote white magic. I don't like F mess with like black magic. It's, uh, I look at the what you're describing as white magic is more like is more like the manifesting. You know, you, yeah. you put out what you 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 put out what you get you 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 get what you put out or whatever. And I believe in that. So with when it comes to me, I don't get involved in doing love spells for people. 
Like, you know, people are asking, you know, people ask, you know, can you make this happen? No. You can't force people to love you. No, 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 no. I mean, like, you literally learn this even when you watch Disney movies. That's how young you are when they're like, what do you, like, I'll tell Aladdin. He's like, you can wish for anything, but I can't give you love. Because it's like, so, like, you even learn when you're young that you can't force people to love you. Exactly. Exactly. So, So, yeah. So that's why I don't mess with it. We, you know, all, all the all the occult type of stuff. When when you have done magic before, sorry, I'm curious because I was like randomly googling about it one time. I was like really high, and I read that like even if you do even the smallest spell, you have to you have to circle like. Do you actually have to create like a sa- a safe space and create like a circle around wherever you're doing it? Um, or are you able to just say a spell without creating the circle around it? No, you have to have some sort of level of protection for yourself. I do. I, I did at that time, but it was just too. I was burning like twelve candles in one in a in a in a one you know in my bedroom and opening up all this stuff. And I and I again, I shit you not. This is not a joke. This is not being funny. I was with my 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 first boyfriend at that time, and I woke up because I heard something in the room, mm-hmm. and I heard it breathing. Like you could hear it, like, like almost like a dog panting. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And it, it I, I woke up, I woke him up, and I was like, "Hey, do you hear?" I go, "There's something in the room." I said, "Do you hear that?" He's like, "I don't hear anything." And I said, Shh, "Be quiet." And we both heard it breathing. And then this thing fucking ran across the carpet. It was shut. It, it shuffled its feet across the carpet and hit the edge of the bed. And I was Aww. like, "Holy fuck!" It's gonna jump on the bed, and it just went away. Oh, yeah. Where did it go? I don't know. It just was gone. I think it did it just just to scare us. Oh, but I, to- back, back then I wasn't doing anything to protect myself. I was like, "Oh, I'll burn. The, I'm, I'm strong. I'll burn this. I'll, I'll do this spell here. Do this and do that or whatever." It opens the doors for shit. I don't care what anybody says. That's why I don't mess with it. Well, any spell or I don't. I don't mess with it at all. Like I'm saying, any spell opens the door to it. Yeah, you could. And also too, like it's all. It's also the power of intention. If it's not you, that's not depressed or you're not you're not anxiety ridden. What is it? Exactly. It's someone else. Like, and you're, and at least you think about it. At least you're willing to, to let go, to read, you know, I always say this to my, my, my clients at the end of the day. When I'm done with my readings, at the end of the night, I'll ask, like after I leave here today, what is it that, um, what did she have to tell me that I needed to listen for myself? What part of that conversation is a message for me? So I'll replay and then I'll also get rid of your energy too. Like I'm going to really get rid of like the the high strung because you make me very nervous. Like because you're, you're very, no, but not in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, but, but your energy is is very, um, it's very funny, but you're also someone that likes to poke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I, I have to get rid of that because it all started getting that mentality or whatever. But you do that. You think about it. And we were talking about, you know, when you cleanse your house, you sage or you incense it. Are you opening a window to let all that shit out? Yeah. Actually, you said something really cool that I think for anyone out there that aside from A, if you're saging your house, open your windows and your doors. Now I know. But also you said something really cool about candles, whether you're doing you're manifesting something with the candles or you're doing like a white spell. So hopefully no black magic, just white magic. But Something that I never realized about, like, when you're buying candles from these intuition shops or anything like that, you don't know what that person was going through when they created the candle. So you can bring on their negative energy. So you said what to do with the candles. Yeah, you always want to bring them home. And whatever your practice is, whether it's sage or frankincense, incense, whatever it is, I use both. Cleanse your candles. Because again, like you just said, you don't know what that person was thinking. And I never, ever, yeah, they're great gifts and they're, you know, people sell these intention candles. But again... What if your intention's different than my intention? Yeah. Why would you want to burn that? So I, I definitely would buy an intention candle if you're going to buy one, but also put your own intention in it. And I always tell people, and I know this sounds gay as fuck, but spend at least a day with your candle. Oh. 
like talk, I know it sounds crazy, but talk into it. You're manifesting your whether it's a lover, the your your dream, your know your dream job, you know, a house or whatever. Put your thoughts into it. Really, yeah. really take the time with it. And I always tell people, uh, put it right next to your bed. Don't light it the night before you're getting ready to light it, and let, let it be there next to you while you're sleeping. And then when you're ready to light it, and only when you're ready, light it. But cleanse it because again, you don't know who's what what, what the intention of the other person is. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, I've done some dumb shit though in my house before, but now I regret it. Like I bought what? this, I bought this mirror that's um really old from like the 1600s or 1700s or something like that. And obviously also looks old. And I bought on the internet from something from somewhere and uh, quote, quote, certified that it is from that time. But I did stage it. I did stage it first, but then I was just, I don't know why, like for some reason, I don't get scared in my own house. People always get confused about that. But um, I, aside from staging the mirror, I still wanted to fuck around with it. And I wanted to see if I can like bring in a vast spirit from the mirror. So then I kept like trying to say things to it. And then I even put the mirror, I even looked in the mirror while looking at an, while having a mirror behind me too. And I just kept seeing like, if I'll see something and that was really dumb of you me. You can trap yourself like that. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I did that. Mm-hmm. You can trap yourself like that. And you can also, believe me, I, I've, I've messed with that kind of shit. My uncle used to do mirror magic. Okay. And you got to be careful with that, especially also too. a good majority of these hauntings that you see on television, like the Amityville or like um, the Annabelle. It's all stuff that they've got that's old, like an old doll or old things that they bring into their house that are possessed or they have that attachment to it. Yeah. Even people have attachments to them. Yeah. So are you saying, well, by stage the mirror, so there's nothing in it. But then the you mirror. started fucking around with it afterward. Yeah, but it's still here. But also make sure, like I, uh, it's it's laying down on like on it on the mirrors on the floor. Like you know what I mean. Like so you're I, not using it anymore. No, I still have it. Do you want to see it later? Yeah, we can look at it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I knew I should have brought my cleansing supplies, but I didn't know if that would have been wrong because I know how you know. I don't want to come and say, "Well, I brought stuff to cleanse your house with." I would have loved it. Fuck. Okay. Okay, you talk about the second sight. What is that? Second sight is your intuition, your psychic oh. ability. Oh, so being okay. able to see things with, with a different set of eyes. Does everyone have the second sight? A good majority of people do, but whether they choose to listen to it or not is a different story. People are so closed off with it sometimes. And if and, and I get called all kinds of things like demon or like evil person or whatever because I'm a psychic. It doesn't... Did that just turn off again? <laughs> What is happening? What is going on? You brought some spirit with you in my house. It's you. Gone. Okay. Um. God, what was I saying? How do you receive your insights? My uh. This is going to sound hokey. I, I never. I used to say they, but for lack of a better word, we're going to say the word guides. It's just images. It's information that's put into my head. I don't know who they are. They've never shown themselves to me. The only time that anybody's ever mentioned my guides to me was a nine-year-old girl that I read at an event. Her mother came to me for a reading. I was sitting there at my table, and she was like, oh, I'd like a reading from you. I heard so much about you. And I said, yeah, I'll give you a reading. I said, but first, I want to talk to your daughter. And the daughter was like nine years old. And she was like, about what? I was like, she's different. And the lady was like, okay. And I was like, you can leave the door open to sit here and listen, whatever. But the little girl sat down and I was told her, I said, you know, you're special. And she was Aww. like, what do you mean? And I was like, you're able to see ghosts. And she just like looked at me and she was like, how do you know? 
And I said, because I can feel you. And she was telling me about this little girl that was bald that died of like cancer that would come and play with her. And then her father died and he would come and see her. And then out of nowhere, this little girl sitting there, she's talking to me. And then she stops and she goes and like looks behind me. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are you looking at? And she was like, I know how you get, I know how you know what to tell people. And I was like, how? And she goes, but the two the two women that are talking into your ear and then the big guy standing behind them behind them telling them what to tell you that's how you know what to tell me and what you're going to tell my mom and i was like you see them right now and she said yeah she's all you don't she's all you're not listening you can't hear them and i was like i can hear them i said but i can't see them and she said yes that's how you do you what you do okay like i <laughs> i get that that sounds really cool but to be honest i don't want like I already, I like being alone a lot of the time. So like, I don't want like strange ghosts walking around. Like I masturbate all the time. Like I don't want to like telling you're like, oh, there's actually three people in your home like right now. I'll be like, ready fuck. To come and they give you a message. I'm like, like always <laughs> masturbating and they're just standing over me watching me. That's so awkward. Like go home, do something else. Well, how do you think I feel? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they'll, 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 not that, not that I've ever been interrupted while having sex, but they'll come at the most weirdest times. Like, they'll wake me up out of my sleep with a message. You know how many times I get up at night? Really? Yeah. Well, thank God that's not what I have. I mean, to be honest, even there was a ghost in this house. Sometimes, like, weird things happen. I, I don't know. I have Like, such all ba- fucking day to day? Yeah, but, like, I have such bad memory that, like, I can't even tell. I was like, oh, did I just put this here? I'm like, okay, whatever. So I feel like I'm probably one of the worst people for a ghost to, like, fuck with. Because, A, I'm paying a mortgage, so I'm not going to leave. So even if they were trying to scare me, I'm going to be like, I have nowhere to go. So I'm still going to live here. We're fucking stuck with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we're going to just hang out and you're going to tell me about your problems. B, I have such bad memory and I'm so... um in my own world, the like whatever is happening around me, like I don't even acknowledge. Or like, and plus, like also, there's this thing that they say that sometimes Adderall can make you hallucinate. Sometimes so I'm fully aware of it, so I do see things sometimes on the side of my eye. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just hallucinating, and I just, I'm like, I don't even That's jump or get scared or anything. I'm just like, whatever. If you're like me and you're a big fan of reality shows, then you need to tune in to HBO Max's new dating series, F Boy Island. That's now streaming. It's hosted by comedian actor Nikki Glaser, and it's about three women who move to a tropical island where they're joined by 24 guys. 12 of them are self-proclaimed, quote unquote, nice guys looking for love. And the other 12 are self-proclaimed, quote unquote, fuck boys. They're there to compete for cold, hard cash. So basically, it's either do you want love or do you want the money? The women have no idea which guy is who. And they're just there to find love. And they're obviously going to be hopeless romantics. And it's kind of like, do you want the guy that's good for you, but, you know, doesn't make you wet down there? Or do you want a guy that reminds you of your ex that, you know, texts you at 2 a.m. and says, are you up? But you thinking maybe I can change him. That's basically what these women are going through, but like on live TV. So I definitely recommend everyone to tune in. My friend Garrett is on it. I've been watching it. I'm in love with it. And yeah, so... The finale will reveal all who's a nice guy, who's a fuck boy, and who will win the heart of the ladies. So catch up on these episodes and all of the drama of F-Boy Island, now streaming only on HBO Max. And let me know what you guys think. Pluto TV is playing the biggest movies every night this summer for free. Watch hit movies like The Matrix, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Scary Movie, Runaway Bride, and more all summer long. Check out the biggest stars like The Rock, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and more. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of free TV channels in English and Spanish featuring TV shows, news, 
sports, comedy, and more, all for free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device, including Android and Apple smartphones. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. That's why when you ask for a reading or you're like, you're going to read me, I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't already know. Like, how do you like, like, I can give you this reading, but what are you going to do with it? Because I kind of feel like, again, like, it's like, oh, that's good to know, whatever. Then you're on to the <laughs> next fucking thing, whatever. So when you're, when you're, when your hits hit you, they make sense. They make sense to you in that moment. Right. But I wonder, I wonder what it's doing for you in the long run. It's the best. Okay. Um, what is the most, the biggest misconception people have about your line of work? That we're evil, that it's all fake, that um, you must be, uh, there must be homework or research that's being done on the person before you read them. That's true. That's what yeah. I think too. Yeah. But you're saying no. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. The way that I work, thank God, you know, with COVID, not thank God for COVID, but it's actually um, required me not to have to leave the house. So a good majority of my readings now are done on Zoom or over the phone. So when they call, all I ask is for a picture. Don't tell me anything about that, about the person. And a good majority of my clients are just regular everyday people. Yeah, okay. You know, and then I can understand the celebrity stuff, but, you know, where they're, where they're like, oh, you can Google all that shit there. Right. But. But I mean, you don't. You're no, saying you don't. No. And also, too, when they're when they're telling me, oh, you're, no, you're, you can be a little bit general or basic when you're giving these celebrities these readings. Do you know how many times I've been cut off? Like when, where I was reading a celebrity on their own show and they were like, they're, they're texting me in the middle of the meeting. You can't say that. Shut <laughs> up. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, I didn't know you were going to go there. And there's other people listening. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, then how is this going to transpire on the fucking on the show? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is there any specific psychic or medium that you look up to? Uh, I know it sounds cheesy, but my dad. Oh, that's my not dad. cheesy. My dad. My dad is um, somebody that uh, he's a biker. He's got the long hair, the beard, everything. He's a yeah. He spent some time in in and out of jail. He's for the way that he looks. He's this one of the sweetest men and one of the my biggest influences as far as like you know helping me master this and not be afraid of it and actually making making fun of it a little bit. Oh, that's 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 awesome. Um, how can people differentiate between a person who has actual psychic abilities versus someone who's a scam? Like I talked about earlier, some people I feel like are scammers there's no real easy way. I mean, you, that's why I'm telling when people go in for a reading, don't tell them anything. If they're psychic, at the most, give them the name, but that's it. You tell me what I need to hear. Yeah. And don't, and again, you gotta, you gotta watch when you go in there. Watch your facial expressions. Watch what information you're giving them. Yeah. Because they're gonna, they're very good, they're very good at reading people's manners. Right. That's what I was, right. It's, especially if they're like, your brother, you're this, it's about love. And you're like. <laughs> and how many people of us have lost a grandmother? Especially, I don't, I'm, I'm over 40. So, of course, you know, at least one of my grandparents is going to be dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, how, how, how real is that? Yeah. Wait, are there any ghosts in my house that aren't right? Um, I feel like, I feel there's some energy in here, but not negative energy. Because I'd be masturbating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them here. Keep those fingers away from me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, but you're saying there's energy here? Yeah. There's, yeah. And you're, you're, you bring that energy. They're very attracted to you. I'm very attracted to your energy. Not in that kind of way, no, but you've got, it. you've got like a, you've, you tiptoe, uh, you tiptoe a fine line between the other side in this lifetime here. And I think that, I think that your guides get, a, I know it sounds gay as fuck, but I think your guides get a kick out of your sense of humor and the way that you deal with it, because you always combat shit with your wit, your yeah. wit and your sense of humor. So if you're having a bad day, you can always say something that's going to make your ass laugh, even if it's not going to make somebody else laugh. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. do have a sick sense of humor. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, people are really, in general, the people are really drawn to me. Yeah. I do have that effect on people. And your eyes say a lot too. You've got those, uh, th- they're, they're eyes of an old, of an old person. Is it, I'm, I am getting Botox today for the first time. Is it wrinkles around my eyes or I'm kidding? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, have you ever been told that before? That your eyes say a lot? No, they just said they're really big. Yeah, I've never ever said they're 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 that of an old. I'm not. I'm not saying that you look old, but they remind me of an older woman. Really? Because uh-huh. I feel like growing up, I was always such a playful human that, um, and it has so much light in me that people are so drawn to me. But I, I, I was always getting in trouble. So we were always saying how I'm a young soul because I do things without thinking. And I just like jump into it and I just don't really care. And uh, you just kind of remind me of somebody that if we were going to if we were going to do the past life shit that I would say that either had like a difficult, uh, a difficult uh, time being able to enjoy life. Like maybe you came from a family that was very restricted or that didn't uh, you, or maybe you were born in a time where, where things were kind of fucked up. You didn't enjoy being a kid. So look at the way that you act now. You kind of came in here yeah. and you take advantage of, of what life has to offer. My cat is so crazy. <laughs> Pancakes, pancakes, hey, pancakes, pancakes, hey, stop. What's wrong? Leave him alone. My cats can see everything. She yeah, always knows when there's a ghost or something happening. I'm just like, okay, pancakes, like, stop. I, I don't care. She's my fucking third eye is throbbing like a motherfucker with this cat right behind my head. Your third eye? Yeah, like right here, it's all tingly. Why? Is she, is she someone? Cats, cats uh... Uh, they always say this is an old uh, wives' tale or old myth. They say that if you want to realign your energy, put a cat on your lap. Oh, you're realigning my energy. Yeah. She loves me so much, and like I love her too. And she never bites, she never scratches, and she's like always has to be near me. Like no matter where I am, you she only has have one. Yeah, she always has to be next to me. Like oh, you see right are, now, your guys' eyes are the same color. Yeah, I know yeah. she looks like me, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Russians say that a cat with three colors is good luck. So that's why she has three colors. Oh. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Yeah. So, um, but I do keep like this one stone. I forgot what is it called? That supposedly supposed to make people drawn to you. So it's always in my purse. What is it? Carnelian or something. Oh, the, is it like an orange one? Orangey brown, yeah. Orangey brown, yeah. That's good for work. And it's also good. So I've heard so many different things about that. Good for work. Or is it citrine? Yeah. But did you know that people can have a bad effect with it? Like Jay can't be around um, Tiger's Eye. He gets really bad luck every time there's Tiger's Eye around him. What's what's Tiger's Eye look like? Almost like the cat. It's it's like almost like a a light brown with like a, sometimes they have like a black streak in it. Well, I know there's a one stone that's like black, but it's not actually black. It's like shiny, dark green that a lot of people are really scared to be around because it brings, it can either bring a lot of bad luck to your life or because it kind of, everything happens at once. I think, oh. Fuck, what's it, the, the green one? The, not for, Malachite. Um, no, I think it's, maybe it's that. No, it, it's, uh, come on. It's, it's the green one that I can't be around. Moldavite. Yeah, Moldova. A lot of people can't be around it because either it's going to be the worst thing to happen to you or for some people it can be the best thing, but it makes everything happen at once, like really fast. It's like an amplifier for my ability. All the bad shit happens. Like one of my friends, everything bad happened to her at once and then all these good things came into her life all at once too. It's like the tower card, breaking old shit down and bringing new stuff in. Yeah, it was insane. Like she has transformed as a person. She went through so much in such a short period of time and it was all like after she bought, is it called Moldavite? Moldavite, uh But I actually really want to buy it to have in my house. Do you go to the psychic eye? No. 
Do you know where that's at? No. It's off of Ventura Boulevard. It's if you go up Ventura, it's in Sherman Oaks. So it's going to be on if you're going up Ventura Boulevard, it's going to be on your left hand side in between um, uh, Woodman and Sunny Slope. You should go check it out. Okay. <laughs> Pancakes down. Um, she's such a good What's kid. wrong with it? What? What's wrong with her? Nothing. Everything's good? Yeah. Okay, don't scare me. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? think someone's wrong with her? No, I just thought, I don't know. She's she's okay? Yeah. No, do you, no I'm not thinking of anything okay? negative. No, I'm just like, yeah. She's just I'm like. Make sure we didn't hurt her feelings. Oh, my God. No. Oh, okay. No. She's she's just, uh, she needs attention right now. And she was just, if anything, that means she likes you. You know, actually, she runs away from my parents, which is so weird. And I, I think it's, I told them it's because, I was like, maybe it's because you guys are old and she can smell death. <laughs> God damn. I was like, just kidding. <laughs> but cats are good luck, though. Cats, I saw, if, do you believe in spirit animals? No. I never used to either until a cat actually came. I'm deathly allergic to them. Was. Oh, I'm very allergic to yeah. them, too. So is this a hypoallergenic no, cat? No, I'm very allergic so to her. So what the fuck? It's okay. I got used to her. I love her. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm not picking anything. Yeah, I'm not getting um, sneezy or whatever. But um, yeah, cats are kind of half in and half out. They they When they come into your life, it's usually some sort of spiritual awakening. Yeah, when she came into my life, I was like really depressed. I was like, why did I get this cat? And I was really allergic to her, but everything worked out. So it's fine. Yeah. So back to you about, I mean, what's what's up with this reading? Oh, yeah. Do you want to do my reading? Yeah, but how receptive are you going to be to it? And I don't want to fool your audience and be like. I'm going to be very receptive. I feel like I'm really good. I want to, I continuously want to grow as a person. And um, I can tell like your psychic abilities, because I think this is what happens. When someone says I'm a psychic, again, it's either dead people or you can tell me my future. So then when you do these type of readings, which is more like insightful and understanding people, I think some people out there can be like, okay, so he didn't tell her when she's going to die. So he's not a psychic. So that's why I tried to explain the beginning that people, there's so many different types of psychics. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I don't like to talk about death because of the reincarnation thing where I told you that that guy, that kid came to live and now he's dead. Yeah. He he died a year later after all that shit happened. And I I messed up because I told him that I wasn't able to see his future anymore. Yeah. I just saw I just saw like nothing passes. Can you see my future? Yeah, I can see yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it okay? Yes. I don't have anything negative to give you, to be honest with you. Everything I'm telling you, and may your audience crucify me for this, but you guys be I'm straight Jewish. up with it. I'm Jewish. It's fine. No one's going to crucify you here. We're Thank Jews. God. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, no, so uh, which is funny too because I dreamt of the Torah the other night and I had no idea what the fuck that was. So we'll talk about that later. But oh, yeah, yeah, I want your audience to understand that this is going to be what. Oh, you know, my dad. My dad actually told me before that as Jews we can dream of other like other Jewish like hardships or whatever. And this one night I dreamt of um, I was in the uh, um, a, something called Death Valley or something like that. And it was uh, mortifying and uh, I was so confused. And it was obviously, uh, well, actually, I've been having nightmares like the past couple of days, but it's not nightmares because I don't even take it that seriously. But but also read that if you have nightmares that you're not scared of, it's actually a good thing. It mm-hmm. means like you're going through changes and blah, blah. It's also your fears and insecurities coming up that you're not paying, paying attention to. That's one of my biggest things. Yeah, my things. intimacy issues. 
I get that. And also, too, let's talk about your intimacy issues real fast here. How the fuck are you going to be able to relax in a relationship if your ass still has these little walls that you build up, that you hide behind, because you flirt from behind those walls? It's not like you have the walls up like some people where where they use them as a defense mechanism to be like, I don't want you coming in here and don't, you know, like, like, I don't need anybody. You very much look from behind those walls and you flirt from behind them. Does that make sense? No, I don't understand. Can you like, elaborate? Yeah, like you're, um, you know how like you can be very, um, e- even though you come across very funny and very social and very, you know, you use your wit to co- to combat a lot of stuff in your sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a little bit of that, slap me if you need to, a little bit of that insecurity in you sometimes that I feel like you, that you use that as a defense mechanism to kind of just keep going sometimes. So when it comes to relationships, you, I kind of wonder sometimes whether or not you can allow yourself the opportunity to be flexible or or not go too overboard in it, to where uh, to where you're doing the thinking for you and doing the thinking for them, not calling you a tyrant in the relationship and being like you have to think of everything, but you're always like you're, you're always one step ahead in your way of thinking that I feel like you would trip over yourself sometimes. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's definitely something I need to work on. So, so you're not it, wrong. But when it comes to the intimacy, and it comes to relation, are you involved in a relationship right now? Not re- no. And if you were, would can you allow your, <laughs> could you allow yourself the opportunity to be vulnerable in that relationship? Vulnerable and weak are two different things. I'm talking about because let, let me just tell you something. If you're worried about not meeting Mr. Right or not having them, that's one of the biggest fucking lessons in this lifetime that you have to learn. And I can guarantee, I don't give a fuck what your audience says. Uh, they can challenge me on this one here. This person that comes into play is going to be very much on the same level as you and have either the almost a very similar sense of humor to where I feel like I feel like one of the biggest things that you're going to say in this relationship is is that I don't know. I, I Why know, are you giving me a reading right now? Is this what's happening? Is this already the reading? Yeah. OK. See how easy that was? It wasn't like I didn't have to burn anything or drop cards. down. It just came out. Wait. Wait, we just jumped into three different, like a million things. One, I wanted that's to tell your mind is with me. That's how I, that's how you make me feel. You know, that's actually really interesting. I want to address that really quick mm. so people can understand this. Cause actually just, I, and I'm going to talk about this on a solo episode too, to better explain. There was recently someone who my energy with that person constantly felt heightened and I would react in a way that I wasn't used to. And I started to react in a way that I saw things about myself that I don't like the way I was reacting. And I thought it was his fault until I realized it's not his fault. He's just being himself and I'm just being myself. So I'm reacting a certain way because there's this energy here for whatever reason. And it's bringing out negative emotions out of me, which by the way, there's no such thing as negative emotions. It's all emotions you just have to deal with. But he's bringing out something in me and it's not him. It's, it's just energy that's forcing me to deal with it. So the things about myself that I saw that I didn't like, it wasn't him bringing it out of me. It was me being forced to deal with it. So I think people have to realize that there's different people in this life who will bring out different energy out of you. And it's actually very normal. So like right now you're telling me whatever energy I'm project, like I'm helping like affect you in a certain way. It's not me and it's not you. It's just like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm making you feel a certain uh, so way. I'm a Taurus, right? Yeah. So I like to do things at my own pace. You're, oh. you, what you're doing is you're bringing you're bringing it out faster out of me that, here that makes and sense. making me more not social but making me more uh uh f- fast like you fast thinking but be on your fucking feet you know what i'm saying and because you're intuitive and you 
empath probably take on you're taking on my energy so other people can probably be okay and not take that on so then they can go on their own pace but because you take on people's energy that's why i'm are you taking on my energy and that's why you're suddenly like fuck now i have to be like okay we go yeah, to we, go we, fast. We, yeah we, we jump around here do that's, you do you want to snort some adderall will that help i would love some no I'm <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine me on adderall carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, but that that's what I get off of you immediately. Like I said, I don't see anything negative. I don't see death down your doorway. I don't see you I don't see you being alone for the rest of your life. I I really don't see you being financially fucked either. Like having issues with 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 money. I feel like the, if it's one thing that you know how to do, it's how to hustle. I am a good hustler. So that's I, actually one of the reasons when I hate getting too comfortable. When I get too comfortable, I feel like that's when I I get lazy and I actually like being in stressful situations. But you got to be able to retain that information and think about it when you need it in that time, in the present time, because you are so fast and you don't realize some of the shit that comes out of your mouth that makes me that 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 no that lets me know that you know what the fuck you're talking about, but you don't absorb it long enough. Does that make sense? Like yeah. you, you're very aware of your process and what you do. Not a lot of people are. So that's why I'm, I love having this conversation because you're making this not that I'm a lazy psychic, but you're making this so much easier for me. Yeah, because you're receptive to it. And I'm obviously not telling you anything that you don't already know. Just take this, take this, be present. Wait, but being okay, like I do love this reading about the present. But come on, I can't help it. Like being able to see my future. So you're saying there will be a stable love life in my life? This motherfucker, I, I guarantee, I want all your people to challenge me on here. All of you guys. This fucker, watch, mark my words, you guys. This person's going to come into her life and this is going to be probably on the same mental level as you to where it, their, their sense of humor is is that matches yours. But there's an insane amount of, and, I'm, and th- I know this is everybody's dream here, but this I'm telling you, this is for real for you. There's an insane amount of security that this motherfucker brings to you because I almost feel like you would say, I feel like I've known you before. I feel very comfortable with you. And I can also see you kind of questioning his presence sometimes. Like, is this really real because of how he makes you feel? Yeah, but I feel like as a peop- as a romantic or whatever, as like somebody who romanticizes everything, when you're saying that, you can almost think about it about a lot of different people that have come into your life because a lot of times when you romanticize, you're just like, are you my person? Are you my person? So then... You got to stop that because the <laughs> reason, the that, reason yeah. why is because you're, you, you obviously haven't met this person yet. Oh, I haven't. You will know you, I'm telling you, you, there, there will be no, there will be no question in your mind. The only question is, is, is you're probably going to have is, am I overthinking this? But then if I was to ask you, do you feel like you're overthinking it or how do you really feel about this? What well, now think? I'm overthinking it. Wait, so you're saying that whoever my person is seeing into my future, I do have love. 
but it's not this person and it's someone that matches my energy. I feel like it matches your energy. Do you know his zodiac sign? <laughs> Kidding. I would I would probably say either another another Cancer or and I'm not just saying this because they because of the opposite or a Taurus type energy. Because it, because there, there's a level of security and there's a level there's a level of like um, when I say stability I just feel strength like like kind of like a person that knows that that knows who they are but is also very funny does that make sense Okay is it a Leo <laughs> Could be a Leo Okay great so the two guys in my life are not for me that's wonderful news I'm so thrilled about that great so crush my dreams but love is coming into my life Yes. Whenever I'm ready to accept it, is that what you're about to say, or no, am I uh, open for it? You're, yeah, but but here's the thing though, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm just gonna caution you. There's gonna be there's gonna be uh, so towards the end of this year, I'm gonna say towards November of this year, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm gonna say the the it's not quite Thanksgiving yet. It, around, around that time frame, there there's gonna be uh, a refinement period or a moment of clarity that comes in around that time for you. So I don't know what you have planned if you're gonna go anywhere around that time or do anything extravagant around that time. But this is the kind of like where where I feel like you're gonna that 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 all signs are gonna point to yes, where it's gonna make you a little bit more open to what's going on here. And I wonder if these people are gonna fizzle out by that time. They could. I feel like I'm always like, I really like this person. And then the following week it's like someone else. I'm like, oops. And I'd be very surprised if you didn't meet this person organically. So I don't know if you're on dating apps or not. I just joined, but I haven't really used them. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be like an organic type of meeting. I feel like this person's going to come up to you and it's going to say shit to you. That's going to cause you to laugh right off the bat. But I haven't met this person yet. No. Mm-mm. Because I do believe in creating, building, starting from friendships before you get into the dating. Because I feel like that's how they last. Oh, I forgot you're a Scorpio. I don't know what that means. Well, that's a Scorpio. Like, I can't just get together with anybody. I have to have like this connection with them and blah, blah, blah. And then, but I, but then, what ends up happening is that you get involved with them, and then you end up getting you you end up uh, uh, knowing too much about them. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it, but it could be a disadvantage for you sometimes. Okay, all right. Does so that make sense? The love is coming towards the end yeah. of the year, and that is that's going to be my person. No, that that's where you wake up. That's where that's where. Cl- what do you mean? That's when I wake up, so I get another heartbreak. Is this really going to be a heartbreak though? Is this going to be more of like a kind of like a oh fuck on to the next? I mean, I'm getting really tired of saying on to the next. I just I don't want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> like I'll just be alone. Like that's fine. So the biggest question that I'm going to have to ask you here is: Do you feel like you're ready for romance, and you feel like you're ready for a relationship? Um, I think yes and no, but I'm like working through. Obviously, I feel like you attract that you're. Whoever you date is a mirror of you. So wherever you are in your life is what the type of people they end up attracting. So obviously, if I have intimacy issues and things like that, I'm going to end up attracting other people with intimacy issues. When someone's like, oh, I keep dating emotionally unavailable men. Well, look into yourself. Are you accidentally a bit emotionally unavailable too? I feel like this person so, that comes in is going to fucking, is it going to teach you a lesson about like what you thought, what you thought or how you, how you view relationships is going to be different through the, through this person. That's why I say it's going to be a lesson. So what you're thinking now isn't going to be the way that it happens, it happens in this relationship. Okay. I feel, I feel like I feel like you're I feel like that in some way shape or form they have to be either a, a couple years older than you or have gone through some shit to where they're like to where they're they're calling you out on your shit not oh, in nice. a bad way where you guys are fighting and being like you know fuck you or you're like I I know more than no you I need someone really calm because yeah. I'm not that calm so like yeah. I like I attract definitely men who are way calmer than me they That's can like be very logical or Taurus 
Well, let, let, let's look at the brighter side of things. As far as everything else, as far as like everything else going on in your life, you got to give yourself credit. You're a lot more open than sometimes I think that you realize or else you downplay that sometimes. Yeah. So um, love is the love is the last thing, right? In your road of life, in your karmic road of life really fast. Mm-hmm. What's that bump in the road other than your way of thinking sometimes? Love, relationship. That's well, what's I think in general, like I, I have, I'm pretty sure that um, I'm one of those people that love is going to come, is meant to come later in my life. Well, now is like later, obviously. But I think it was because I was meant to learn a lot of lessons. Plus, like I learned how to be more open with love and things like that. And I'm still learning. But sometimes it gets exhausting of learning because I'm kind of like, am I the only one doing the work? And then everyone else that comes in my life or like. They have all these problems and here I am like trying to be the one to work on myself. And it's like, can these just, people work on themselves too? But you just got done saying you love taking in the wounded birds. That is a problem. Yeah, I do. No, close your window. Yeah. Okay. So except aside from love coming my way towards the end of the year to teach me something, what else do you see in my future? I see more, definitely more career opportunities. I also see... Um, Again, I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to glaze over this just a little bit here, but your intuition, I'm not saying that you're going to become a psychic medium overnight, but you better start fucking paying attention to that. Because I'm telling you, you're you're gonna see things. Your your mind is your 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 mind is already open, but I feel like it's gonna open up even more to give you more insight. I only my only one concern is that it's gonna cause a little bit of anxiety for you, especially next year. I'm gonna say around March of next year. What's going on with work around that time? Because I feel I feel I feel like there's gonna be more opportunities coming into play between March and May of next year when it comes to your career and how you earn your money. So I don't know if you're planning on traveling or doing 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 bigger and better stuff next year. Yeah. But your but next year is gonna be it's gonna be all over the place, out with the old and in with the new. Yeah, I'm creating a lot of new things coming soon. Mm-hmm. Like a create so yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. But I like anxiety. I like when I feel anxiety, anxious over like work stuff. Fuck. I, I, I'm gonna have to t- yeah, I'm gonna have to smoke a joint as soon as I leave here. Because <laughs> it's not it's not high strung. You just give me a lot of you you give me a lot of excitement it's, it's like it's like um you you mentioned this you know I, you know bright eyed you know as a kid i felt like a like a, a young soul or whatever your eyes are very bright you're you're a light i'm not an aura reader in any i do s- we i talk about my light all the time you're a, you're a very bright light but see that that that's attracting other people what is it doing for you draining me <laughs> Yeah. And I think, like I said, don't downplay yourself in these fucking relationships. And I want to know what your audience thinks about this episode after when it comes to what what they what they can see you with, who they can see you with and what type of person, whether or not when they agree I, with Actually, that. when I told somebody that I like that first guy, one of my friends was like, really? I don't see that because like, I feel like you like men that are like more aggressive and like more interesting. Blah, blah. And I was like, no, 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 you don't. No, you don't know him like that. So you're already making excuses for him. Yeah, well, I barely know him. We're still getting to know each other. I mean, can he change as a person? (laughs) Or just, it's not it. He's not my person. But does does he even know what's wrong with him? Is he that insightful with himself? Does he know what, does he know what, does, is he, is he as... And people would never, and this is going to sound like a bitchy thing to say, but it's not. I think people would look at you and think that you're not very self-aware, but I don't think that. At all, I think that you're very. I think that you're too self-aware at times, and I feel like you that, that again that you're one of the people that that uses your wit to fill in the gaps. Sometimes, well, when I want something really bad, I, I really just don't care what anyone else says. Like that's what I want. That's it for me. But don't make it at your own fucking detriment just to prove a point, Scorpio. <laughs> that is always my detriment. Yeah. Um, for people that have like a lot a light in them, what can they do to protect their light? 
stop giving it to other people. Stop shining the light. Just stop being stop being a source of life for other people so much and allowing it to take away from you. Because that's why I'm telling you that at towards the end of this year, you're going to realize, yeah, it's great being empathic. Yeah, it's great helping my friends and being the shoulder to lean on. But I'm starting to need that for myself. That's yeah, the, but I, I feel that a lot. And then I just, you know, go hang out with myself, get back, like... But how is that evolving? Again, one last thing. How is that evolving your mental when it comes to the relationship? So again, one last time, you are going to be in a relationship. That is one of the... Make no mistake, that is one of the biggest lessons that you have to learn in this lifetime because you didn't have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it before. Well, I'm going to maybe learn how to allow someone else to actually love me. Is that what it is? Without without you using your sense of humor as <laughs> fillers sometimes. Does that make sense? I love your sense of humor. You're you're great. You you again, this whole time here, there has not been one uncomfortable silence. You've <laughs> led this whole thing. Well, I want to see somebody yeah. do that for you. Yeah, that that would be nice. I would like that. Because I can tell you one thing right off the bat, as soon as we got our asses in here, she did not want us to help her with anything. <laughs> she was setting all this big shit up. She didn't want any help with it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And granted, you just met us, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think. Well, that- I, I don't know. I find it funny. Like, there's a lot of things I find funny that other people don't. But like, for me, it's funny. It's like a character that I'm playing. So like, that's kind of what it is. Obviously, I like, like, I like to be vulnerable and I want people to see my vulnerable side. But a lot of times it feels like I, I don't hit that part. Like, I wait for the. Yeah, you're right. Like, I do maybe attract people who think I'm stronger than I really am. So then it's like. I give myself and then I kind of like wait for them to see if like I need help. But you're right. Like that is my, not my fault, but it's who I attract. So then we, we don't get to the vulnerable part because I don't find a moment where I'm just like, oh, this is it. I can like show my more vulnerable side or talk about things. But that's when their energy could fuck with you though. Because then you start reading them. Like if you and I were in a relationship, right? And you said, hey, Chris, I love you. And I was in the other room and I said, love you too. You didn't get to see my face just hearing that. Anybody could say, well, yeah, that sounds like, you know, what the fuck do you mean? Love you too, or whatever you, if you, you pick up on the intention of other people. So, so, so sometimes again, what, what they're not saying versus what, what they are saying, you're still picking up on that. So, so if you're, so if, if you're, if you're kind of feeling like uh, you're always having to deep down and reach them or, or, you know, pull things out of them, then you're going to end up being resentful. Yeah, no, that, that, that is true. That happens. But then when people are too, on me, that's hard too, because then it's a turnoff. So I really, maybe I just need to figure out what I want. Well, how do you feel about my personality with yours? It meshes. Yeah, it's not. It's not too aggressive, though, right? No. Yeah, exactly. Like, but we're also not dating, so I think that's completely different when you're dating someone versus I'm interviewing you. We're only to- here for an hour, and then you leave my life. Like it's different. Like I don't know how I would deal with a personality like this, because like I, I like also guys that don't talk that much, because I talk a lot. So I like them to be mysterious. They don't talk that much. They're pretty calm, passionate about work. But then, yeah, maybe I can attract people that are so passionate about work that it makes me feel lonely. But then I'm also not that needy. So people who do come into my life and need a lot of my attention, I feel trapped. You got so. And I'm not telling you this. You should never tell somebody this, but you got to figure out what it is that you're truly looking for in that relationship and not just settle and also make excuses for it. Like, well, I like this, whatever. But then at the same time here and be more clear on what it is that you want, because that's what's coming next for you. You're not going to, you're not going to die alone. You're not going to be relationshipless in this lifetime. It's just not going to happen. And I guarantee have your audience hold me accountable for this, but I'm telling you the, the motherfucker that comes in here mm-hmm. is one of like strength. This is not overpowering strength here, but somebody that knows how to speak Violet. Yeah, that'll be nice. Okay. So by the end of the year, finally meet person that makes me feel more loved. Mm-hmm. I like that. And again, that's that clarity that comes in. 
I mean, I make myself feel loved, but now the person can join in too. You, how do you tell somebody, audience, without sounding like a piece of shit though, how to not be so, have too much self-control here? Because you, you, you always defend yourself with, even if it doesn't happen, I'm still okay with myself. Because it has to do with, it has to do with your attachment styles and it has to do with your childhood trauma, obviously. That's where it comes from. Yeah, but I have avoided attachment style. What? But you're in a different spot now. Uh-huh. And you're a different place in your life. Yeah. And you can, you can, you can ease up on yourself and let that, um, no one's telling you to forget about it because I can't forget about shit about my past. No, either. of course I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fine. <laughs> That's like I'm not. <laughs> Spoken like a true victim. I'm just kidding. No, I've always said I will always choose to be the villain over the victim. I actually don't like to feel like a victim. And even in situations where I'm the victim, I will create some a scenario. I will like do something to make sure like I'm the villain. Like I don't like even if I'm cheated on in my brain, I'll have to figure out like what happened or whatever. So I don't feel like the victim because if I admit that I'm the victim, then that means that someone was actually able to play me and to make me feel like a fool or look like a fool. And like, I miss something and I can't handle that. You're too fucking good for that though. Yeah. You're too good for that. If you can't trust other people, how can you not trust yourself 100% sometimes and realize that you're not dumb? I know. You're not somebody that cannot be, that that's going to be easily manipulated or misled. So give yourself the credit that you fucking deserve. Go get that man and have yourself Wherever a good life. Yeah. Which I meet organically. He's Which, older than me. Could be a Cancer or a, a Taurus. Taurus. I hope it's a Taurus. I hope it's an Aries. <laughs> Aries and Scorpio is good. I like so that. So good. I love that. And yeah. they're more like. And they and they get bored easily just like you. So they want, always want to be doing shit. So. Yeah. And I like a lot of space. And yeah. And they, the, it won't feel like work. It'll be. It'll feel like. They are coming in the middle and I'm coming in the middle. And and I think the problem is I can stick around with people for too long sometimes because I, since I don't like to quote unquote play the victim, then I always blame myself for everything. So I'm like, oh, it's up to me to fix this, up to me to figure this out versus like maybe it's just like not working out. I hope everybody that's watching this episode realizes that, again, her, Violet's vulnerabilities and her, her little issues here and that can tell you, again, stop overthinking it. Okay. Relax. So that, okay, what else can you see in my future? Um, I just see, uh, again, I don't see any issues with work. Um, nothing, nothing like that. Um, I, I just feel like, uh, oh, just really fast here. How's your physical health been lately? <laughs> well, and, and do you have issues with your digestion? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Am I getting something? Am I getting a disease? Yeah, I just, no. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> okay, not everything's cool. bad. I just, I, I question whether or not either, either if there, if there's something off. I don't know if it's because of the Adderall, if there's something off with your hormones or your digestion, because I feel like, I feel like there's not, there's a little bit of a blockage here. And I also feel like no matter how much rest you get, you're still not rested all the way. Yes, I am very tired. The doctor recommended vitamin B and my iron levels are low. So I need to work on that. So. That's why I'm tired and stuff. Okay. And my brain also like works all day. It's like draining. I'm like always in my thoughts. I need to rest. Yeah. And get, again, clear out. Get that mental. Again, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. Yeah. Just release and clear out. I think that again, like I said, for somebody that says they trust themselves, I want to see you let go a little bit more. Let go? Yeah, let go. Of control? Not all the way, not become a fucking idiot, but I'm talking about just kind of like realizing who you are. Again, I want your audience to, to, to tell me. Again, so I, I think that sometimes you don't realize 
your own greatness. And if you do, you you use it as a joke sometimes, but realize how much, how really in tune you are with who you are and what's going on with you. My only one thing again with you is that you that you can, it could be so fast though. It's like, I acknowledge that. Okay. What's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah, that is me. But I think a lot of people are like that, especially people that get bored easily. That's why I tell people again, when they, when they come to me, slow down. Slow down. Yeah. Where the fuck are you going? No, it is. It is actually advice in general, not even from intuitive people and advice in general from people who are successful. And I've watched TED Talks on this, that they always say, like, what is one thing you regret? And they always say that I didn't get to live in the moment. Like we always want the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then it's 20 years of us working really hard. We never got to really just enjoy, oh, this success moment or like live in this moment. Just be like, hey, this is nice. I feel free. And look you know? how successful you are. And look how, again, look how beautiful you are. <laughs> and look at that sense of humor of yours. Come on. Yeah. When can we, when can we, st- I mean, nobody likes to sit there and sit there and hear, hear somebody say, oh, it's time to, you know, to sit back and smell the flowers. Fucking A, smell the flowers a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I do think I enjoy it, but maybe I need to do it more, I guess. But there's always room to, to get more stuff to <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway, we're going to talk outside of this recording, but um, is there anything you feel like I didn't ask that you want to add? No, I think this was good. Okay. Where can people find you? They could find me at chrismedina.guide. Social media is at psychicchrism. That's Instagram, Twitter, and every now and then Facebook. And okay. then check my podcast out, In Your Head with Chris Medina. Yeah. Um, how, do, how can people get a reading from you? Uh, they can book that online, chrismedina.guide. Um, there's a huge backlog. Be patient. Uh, if you need to get a hold of me for something that's urgent, you can always DM me. I'm always checking that shit in between sessions. So okay, amazing. So definitely check it out. Let me know what you guys think of this episode. Um, this was so great. What a wonderful episode. And I'll see you baddies next week. Bye. <laughs>